Max. Today at show from the Troopany show. My name is James Troopany, and today we were at Raigoku Kokugun, Tokyo, Japan, Sumo Hall. 6,579 in attendance to see the semi finals of the G1 Climax. The show started with Olga Bolton. Bolton. I can't want to say Olga Bolton. <laughs> uh, he wrestled Ryo Awa, and then he wrestled Yota Nakashima, and then he wrestled Oscar Lube, and he won all three. So I don't know what was going on with that. I missed that bit. <coughs> there were dark matches, so they may not have been on the, on the feed. But there you go. Hayata and Keito Kiyomiya had a weekend away from Noah to come in and wrestle with Royoshi Tenzan and Masawato. 10 minutes and 57 seconds when Kiyomiya managed to get a pinfall on Tenzan with a Shining Wizard. That was predictable. Um, this was just like a bit of a thank you for turning up for the last two weeks and, you know, not complaining too much that we, we jobbed you out to a bunch of people. And that was fair enough. What it was, it was good. Hayata, as usual, fairly silent. I think him and Mr. Wato, Master Wato, have business to attend to. So we'll see how we go there. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was it was all right. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, next up, Minoru Suzuki and Ren Narita defeated Shota Umino and Tommy Akahama 10 minutes and 18 seconds. This was uh, Minoru Suzuki putting Narita through the ringer and making sure he got his laps in as he kind of like demolished Honma. Oh, he had a, he didn't go as easily as he thought he did. Honma managed to get a straight in headbutt on him and he was still complaining about that after the match. Because <laughs> Honma just went bonk. Um, so yeah. That, that it, it was it was an interesting little tale. Umino doesn't seem to mind whether he wins or loses. When the Narita is much more emotionally led. And that's reasonable, I think. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. And um, yeah, it was good. It was a good piece of work. Tells the story of Ren Narita much better than it tells the story of Shota Umino, though. But Shota Umino is like a big friggin' Labrador. Whereas Ren Narita is a bit more... Um, What's the word? Affected. Bullet Club, Alex Coughlin, Chase Owens, David Finley, Gabe Kidd, and Kenta with Gado. Defeated Chaos, Hiroki Goto, Toru Yano, Yo, Yoshihashi, and Togi Makime. 10 minutes and 48 seconds. This was fun. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I'm surprised that Bullet Club take the win and were kind of like down on the Chaos Gang. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. United Empire, Great Okan, Henry, and Jeff Cobb. Defeated Los Ignorables de Japón, Bushi, Shingo, Takagi, and Yotosuji, 10 minutes and 57 seconds. Bit of an odd one, this. Not really sure what was going on with this, to be honest with you. Just kind of happened. <laughs> Just was there. Just went, they went through the motions and it was fine. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Catch 2-2 seemed to be on air somewhere for this, but they weren't. They were just on the screen, I think. I don't think they're available for this particular tour. Eddie Kingston, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Rosuke Taguchi, and Tomohiro Ishii defeated the Mighty Don't Kneel, Kozi Fujita, Mikey Nichols, Shane Haste, and Zack Sabre Jr. 11 minutes and 40 seconds. Um, this was interesting. Ishii, you know, doesn't really get on with Tanahashi. Can't stand Taguchi. Likes Eddie Kingston. So we, we, we was moving forward with that. And despite the lack of teamwork, they still managed to win. Eddie managed to put away um, Kozi Fujita with a back fist. But he thought Fujita did really well, which is a true story. He did do really well. The more interesting thing was after this match was Henry attacking Eddie Kingston, who he believes has been hiding and not been wanting to go to Japan. That's simply not true. He just doesn't have the opportunity to get to Japan. 11 minutes and 40 seconds. This is this was fun. And um, Henry Kingston, that could be interesting. I'm intrigued to see how that never opened. Sorry, uh, 
NW New Japan Wrestling Strong Championship match would go there. Gorillas of Destiny, Hikaleo, Giado, Tamatonga, and Tangaloa, along with El Fantasmo, defeated just five guys, Duki, Sanada, Taichi, Takamichi Noku, and Yoshinubi Kanemoru, when Gado got a pinfall on Takamichi Noku, as the two old guys had a bit of a set two in a very slow fashion, and Desperado kind of dumped Gado on top of Takamichi Noku to get the pinfall. So this was fun entertainment rather than anything that serious, kind of what you needed before the desperately serious stuff that came next. Um, it was fun though. I enjoyed it. Um, and Gorillas of not Gorillas of Destiny. Well, War Dogs came down to play some mind games with Gorillas of Destiny and El Fantasmo as well. It's intriguing. We'll see what happens there. Then we get to the meat of the question: Evil versus Kazuchika Okada. Eighteen minutes and eight seconds of Evil versus Kazuchika Okada. Okada takes the win with a Rainmaker. After some shenanigans and a half. It was well organised shenanigans I have to say. But Okada as usual insisted on doing it by himself. And he did a really good job as well. It wasn't half baked. This worked out really really well. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was good. It was it was nice work on Okada's part. Nice work on Evil's part as well. In the sense of making this stuff stick. It didn't look so ridiculously out of place as it normally did. In this level of match. Um, and Okada got the big baby face win. And... Um, that was really great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it was good. Um, but yeah, ah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. That was good work. Tetsuya Naito uh, defeated Will Ospreay in this final match, uh, semi-final match. 29 minutes and 58 seconds. Great Okan, Henry and Jeff Cobb were in the corner of Will Ospreay. It was very good. Um, Naito took a hammering. Uh, in the second half of the match, but Osprey took a massive hammering in the first part of the match, and after that, it was just like near fall after near fall after near fall. There was bits of the match which were a little out of place, like uh, Osprey. I don't like it. I don't like if she actually does it either. But hanging out your opponent on the top rope when they could just fall off, <laughs> just like move, like it just looks stupid. I don't like that because, um, like, Osprey has a tissue tendency to moonsault people off the top rope, and it's just like, well, just move. It looks dumb. I don't like it. Um, and there was some usual Osprey shenanigans, which I wasn't particularly keen on, but it wasn't a pattern Osprey match, which is what they needed it not to be. Um, but NATO's still fulfilling his destiny, and his destiny is to do the roll call in Tokyo Dome. And Okada versus NATO is the money match. I don't care what anyone says. There was complaints on Twitter from certain people. I won't mention names. Um, that this was predictable. And it's like, yeah, damn right it's predictable. Because that's what people paid to see. They paid to see NATO win the J1. Or they paid to see Okada win, to win the G1. They did not see pay to see Will Ospreay win the G1. That's not what they want. Sometimes you have to give the people what they want. What they want is NATO versus Sonata in the Tokyo Dome. You know, that's what they want in the end. Um... As much as I'd love Okada and I'd love for him to three-peat and that's the strongest possibility, they need Okada to lose and that's that's fine. I have no issue with that. I have a feeling NATO wins this match tomorrow. I'm not really sure. I'll be on the edge of my seat anyway because I'm an Okada fan and I want Okada to win everything. But even I understand he can't win everything. Um, but even then, so he doesn't mind. The losses don't affect him as much as it would affect NATO because NATO hasn't got long left. Okada has still got a long way to go in his career. Uh, NATO, not so much. And he has to get there. Then maybe we've been saying this is his last year to get anything done that he wants to get done. 
And that's the key thing, and that's tomorrow's story for you. Can NATO pull off one more time main event in the Tokyo Dome? It's harder for him now. There's only one main event to get. You don't get January the 5th. That's going back to Tokyo Dome City Hall. So you've got, you know, New Year's Dash is back. So therefore, you've only got one shot at getting this right. And if you're going to get this right, it's got to go big. So that's what the story of this match was. And that's why he kicked out of so many of Osprey's finishers. He didn't kick out Stormbringer, but he did kick out of all the others. Um, of course, I'm happy because we lost very lost. But yeah, that's um, that's it, and it was an outstanding piece of work from both guys. And but you know, that's the thing. It's like an interesting discussion um, I was having with Joe online earlier on Twitter, um, and she was saying how much like it's not Dave Dave Meltzer's fault that everyone obsesses about his rating, and it's true, it's not. Um, but equally. You appreciate matches from different angles. Like I appreciate this match as a critic from the quality of the match differently from that of a fan. As a fan, I always want Osprey to lose. That makes a better match for me. As a critic, I can separate that out and say that, well, you know, the technicalities of this match were great and they were, and the near falls were wonderful and the selling was really good. And NATO's part, Osprey's still terrible. Um, but you know, the, the, the there's a certain amount of like gumption into how the story's working out. Um, but that's the thing. It's narrative, it's, you know, numbers don't tell the story, prose does. If you're reviewing matches and you're thinking about matches, how they work and the things that are important to you, there are certain matches, this is one of the reasons why I was really into doing the top 100 matches last year with the Voice of Wrestling because it was everyone's opinion. Everyone was, was we didn't rate them numbers-wise. We rated them on pros and a lot of our pros got rewritten for it why did we pick these matches in our top 10 and I was able to tell the story of why my favourite match was Young Kasai and Makishita against um, Bork Orchestra for Glate and you know Briscoes versus FTR so yeah pardon me it's just it's just match quality doesn't really matter it's what sells tickets is the issue in a lot of cases you know and NATO versus Okada is the better match from a selling ticket perspective. Actually, probably the better wrestling match to watch as well. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. I have a feeling that NATO's going to win. No, we, we'll, we'll see. We'll figure it out one way or another, won't we? Anyway, in the meantime, thank you very much for listening to me today. My name is James Troopity. Uh, today I will return tomorrow for our last day at the G1. Take care, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye! Mm-hmm.